In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Over the course of the last few months, one of the projects I have been attempting to master in my backyard has been growing grass from seed. I have followed all of the instructions. I've put down the special topsoil, bought a special seed spreader, carefully evened out my soil with my rake, sowed my seeds, and watered them every single day. And much to my surprise, I have been mostly successful, apart from a few infuriating patches in my yard where grass just absolutely refuses to grow. And even though I carefully placed my seed exactly where I wanted the grass to grow, there are even more infuriating places, particularly in my garden beds, where grass has taken root in mulch, and I continually find myself having to pull it up. It's maddening. But I would venture to guess that I'm not alone in my garden and yard struggles. Sometimes seeds, plants, nature in general is just unpredictable. So even while this parable may have been directed to an audience very familiar with agricultural realities, we too have some idea of what Jesus is talking about in our parable today. Jesus tells the story of a farmer who went out to sow his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell along a path where the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky places and the plants sprang up quickly, but when the sun came out, the plants died because they didn't have a good root system. Other seeds fell in thorns, which grew up and choked the plants, but some landed on good soil, where it produced a good and miraculous crop. Now, when we are talking about this parable, it is quite common to talk about it in terms of Jesus being the sower of the seeds of the good news of the love of God, that is, the good news of God's compassion and forgiveness and grace while all of us are the receivers of the seeds of the love of God. Therefore, we, when encountering this parable, it is common to ask ourselves if the terrain of our hearts and minds and bodies and souls is good soil, ready to receive the good news of God in Christ, or if the terrain of our hearts is full of the rocks of anger and resentment, the thorns of hatred and spite, or a path of resistance and independence impenetrable to any seed? And these are good and helpful questions to ask ourselves and reflect upon because it is incredibly important to pay attention to and be aware of how ready or not ready we are to encounter the love of God in this world. But this parable also invites us to ponder our call as sowers of the seeds of God's love and to do so in a very particular way. In other words, the parable not only invites us to do the self-work of preparing our hearts and our minds and our bodies and our souls to receive the love of God, but it also invites us to share that love that has been planted within us with reckless abandon 
just like the sower, with all that we encounter. Now, I don't know about you, but I know exactly how much a bag of grass seed costs because I've bought it multiple times. And I'm not about to just throw that seed all over my yard and my, in my flower beds and on my patio and in my river rocks because I don't want the grass to grow there. But this sower has an entirely different mentality, a mentality of generous and extravagant abundance and the understanding that as long as the seeds are sown, his job is done. And his approach, the sower's approach, leads not to a scarcity of seeds or a beautiful line of crops just so, but to complete and utter and beautiful abundance. Rather than carefully avoiding the barren and thorny and rocky areas to spread seed and save seed for only the good soil, he sows his seed with reckless and enthusiastic abandon. And because of that, even while some did not survive, there was a harvest unlike there had ever been. Jesus says twice there was a harvest, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Now, to put this in context, according to scholar Talitha Arnold, just a sevenfold harvest meant a good year for a farmer while a tenfold meant true abundance, thirtyfold would feed a village for a year, and a hundredfold would let the farmer retire to a villa by the Sea of Galilee. Bushels of abundance, she says, are where this parable leads. And the same could be said for us and for our world if we followed the example of this sower and sowed the seeds of God's love, the seeds of forgiveness and compassion and understanding and belonging and grace, just as the sower did. Indiscriminately scattering seeds, scattering the love of God wherever we walk and with whomever we encounter, knowing that it might take root and it might not, but confident in the fact that the seeds of God's love will never be wasted, will never run out, and might sprout in the most unexpected but needed of places. So we are to share the love of God with all we encounter, with our spouses and parents and children and nieces and nephews and grandchildren, with our friends and families and coworkers, with strangers and with our enemies. No matter whether we think it's a lost cause or not, no matter how a person's love or skin color or values or culture or way of life may differ from ours, we are called to sow the seeds of the love of God with reckless abandon in all times and in all places and with all people by seeking to forgive the person who pulls out in front of us on Sixth Avenue, or the person who has hurt us so very deeply, by having compassion for and seeking understanding of the person whose political or religious or worldviews are entirely different from our own, 
by choosing to show ourselves and others grace when we fail and when we fall short of the hopes and dreams we or others or God has for us. We sow the seeds of God's love with absolute reckless abandon, knowing that there will be an abundant and life-giving harvest and that the kingdom of God will grow up like miraculous shoots in places we never expected. Because God is a God who, as the psalmist said, visits the earth and waters it abundantly. Confident in the fact that the words and actions and love and grace that spring forth from our mouths and our bodies and our hearts and our minds in this world will not return to us empty, but will, will, but will accomplish that for which they were purposed. That is, they will accomplish the task of planting in all those we encounter the seeds of belovedness and belonging the seeds of forgiveness and compassion and grace, the seeds of the love of God. And those seeds, my friends, are the seeds of the kingdom of God. Let anyone with ears listen. Amen.